Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black Corner, where Black history lives and whitewashing dies because Black history is American history. Now, let's see if I can remember that <laughs> for the next time. So on today's um, segment of the Black Corner, we will be discussing George Stinney Jr., George Stinney Jr. was the youngest uh, American put to death by the electric chair at the age of 14 years old. He lived in segregated South Carolina. Um, George Stinney Jr. was accused of murdering two little white girls, one 11 and one seven in 1944. Um, at the particular time, George Stinney Jr. was outside in his yard playing with his sister. These two little girls um, rode their bikes over the railroad tracks um, and rode up to George and his sister as they played in their yard. The, t- the two little girls wanted to know where to find a particular flower. <laughs> so uh, George and his sister told them where to find the flowers. That's the last time that anyone saw the little girls alive. So the little girls did not uh, show up at home. Um, they looked for the little girls. There was a whole full search. Um, there were rumors that the little girls were seen at the home of a white prominent family, but no one investigated that because white prominent family. Why do that? So the next, and it, also even George Stinney Jr.'s Dad was looking for the little girls. So the next day, they did find the, the two girls. They were like buried in some type of marshy area. Um, they had been bludgeoned to death, um, both of the girls. One had a hole all the way through her skull, and the other one had bludgeoning, bludgeoning as well. Like So they were just beat over the head. Um, so... Since uh, George and his sister were the last to see these little girls, took George to the police station. And that was the last time that his parents and his family saw George. Um, They took him to the police station and got a confession from him. It wasn't a written confession. It was a verbal confession. Again, he's 14 years old. He wanted to go home. So take what you want from that. Um, wanted to go home. So in less than um, 83 days, he was arrested. He had a trial where his attorney (laughs) called no witnesses, didn't do anything to help, didn't talk to the sisters, didn't talk to anyone in the neighborhoods that could corroborate that he, in fact, had been in his yard that whole time. It just didn't happen. Um, So they convicted him uh, and they executed him in 83 days, all of 83 days. While George awaited his execution, he did have a cellmate and he asked the cellmate, um, why would they kill me for something I didn't do? Why would they kill me for something that I didn't do? 
This is a 14-year-old child. You keep that in mind. So the day of his execution, he walked into the chamber with his Bible underneath his arm. Uh, He was 95 pounds. Keep that in mind as well. He was 95 pounds. Um, His striped uh, jail suit was baggy. It didn't fit him. Um, He walked into the chamber. They asked him if he had any last words. And he said, no, sir. Um, They asked him again if he had any last words. And he said, no, sir. Um, So they sat him down. Um, Again, this is the electric chair. The chair was too large for him. The uh, top of where the electrode thing goes on your head, he couldn't reach it. So they took the Bible and put it underneath him so that he sat higher so that it could reach him. Again, he's 14 years old. His family hadn't seen him since he was arrested. Um, So, um, again, (laughs) did I mention it only took 10 minutes to convict George? That's how long the trial and everything... It only took 10 minutes after the trial to convict him. They found him guilty. And um, the neighbors did try to help the community, um, black politicians, everyone tried to stop it. But they were dead set on um, executing this young boy. So they um, got him hooked up. He didn't have any last words. They flipped the switch that gives you the voltage. 2,400 volts going through his body. 2,400 volts going through a 14-year-old's body. They lifted the hood because they put a hood on you so they don't see the face and I guess your eyes come out and pop out of your head all types of stuff happens they pulled it up Um, they saw his eyes bulging and tears running down his face Um, they put it back on him and hit the voltage two more times so that's 2,400 volts each time and they did it three times until they murdered that um young boy um so 70 years has passed and they finally exonerated him because there was evidence that someone else did it yes of course there was evidence that someone else did it one he was in the yard playing with his sister (laughs) two His family saw him in the yard playing with his sister. Three, neighbors saw him playing in the yard with his sister home the whole day. Let's keep going. He's 95 pounds. 95 pounds. Are we saying this kid that's 95 pounds bludgeoned two little girls where that he put something through the skull? Go like 
cracked the skull and went through the skull, a whole hole. This 95 pound kid supposedly did this. Then there was the evidence that those little girls were at a prominent family's house. So this has happened before I close uh, throughout history with not only, um, of course, black men, black women, but black children. It was any crime. I, I can't even imagine how much crime that the white people of those that era did. And they just blamed it on the blacks. The blacks did it. They were going around raping those women. They didn't go after the white people. They didn't investigate the white people. Hell, black people couldn't even testify against white people at that time. That wasn't a thing. It couldn't happen. So even if there was vital evidence that someone white did it, there were laws that black people could not testify against them. So the, the cars were just already stacked against George Stinney Jr. Already stacked against him. Because the white people said he did it. You know, it, it's and it has recreated itself. You know, throughout history, look at CP5, Central Park 5, right? They were innocent. They were innocent kids. But what did the police do? They coerced confessions. You'll get to go home if you confess. Just say that you did it. You know, and that's something that we know about. Imagine the ones that we don't know about. So that is the story of uh, George Stinney Jr. Again, uh, come back <laughs> to the black corner where we don't whitewash history because black history is American history. Thank you. <laughs>